This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Here's another reason why I believe Donald Trump will win on Tuesday. Ecosexuality is on the rise. They are the eco. Let me. Why are you looking at me? It sounds exactly like it's. I mean, it is what it sounds like. Ecosexuality. Uh, in fact, ecosexuality is on such a uh, fast track to being. Um, mainstreamed that Sprinkle and Stevens, a couple of activists uh, at the uh, University of Nevada, have led a group of ecosexuals to San Francisco's para- uh, Pride Parade in a ribbon cutting that added an E to the LGBT lineup. Nice. It's been accepted. So, been accepted. You want to know why Donald Trump is going to win on Tuesday? Right there. Right there. Right there. Seriously. Overplaying your hand comes to mind. So do we start with eco-sexuality or do we start with the Cubs winning? Yeah, I thought so. We begin there right now. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So, you know, I was just going to start with the Cubs, but should we start with egosexuality? Uh, I don't know if I can just jump into that right at the beginning of the show. I don't think I, I, don't think I can. Yeah, maybe we start with the Cubs. Yeah, Ben Sass had a great tweet last night. Yeah, uh, he uh, he tweeted, uh, everyone get your kids back up. There have only been 37 World Series Game 7s in history. It's okay for them to be tired tomorrow. And then later on followed it up with uh, a reminder. Uh, no, seriously, get your kids up. It's funny, I was, I was here late doing uh, shoots for Wonderful World of Stew. And I, in the, so the game was on by the time I left. And on the way home, I like grabbed some dinner. My kids were already in bed. 
And I was thinking to myself, you know, it was kind of a cool little tweet from Sass. I was like, that's a cool idea. But, you know, my kids are already long. By the time I get home, the game will be over. But then they had that rain delay. Oh. And I got home and I was like, you know what? Screw this. So I went up <laughs> at like 1130 at night, woke Zach up from, I mean, he was completely, it took me like five minutes for him to get him awake. To come downstairs and we watched the game. Oh, that is cool. It was really cool. I mean, it was awesome. And it, Had I known the World Series was being played, I would have done that. Well, you could have seen you could have seen Ben Sass's next week during the rain delay. Real Americans do not go to sleep now. Right now, <laughs> you know, he's into that. So you you did not watch. I mean, it was a hundred and eight yeah. year drought for the World Series. I know. I thought seven. it was already over, and I was disappointed that I missed it. So imagine my surprise today, and imagine how disappointed I am that it was epic. It was. And, uh, it was. and I missed it. Because I, I would have watched it just for the history, and I would have watched it with my son. But uh, I you, was... Uh, what'd you do instead? Hmm? What'd you do instead? Uh, you know what I did instead. What do you mean? How would not, we know? I'm, know not, I'm, not, I'm not here. I'm not your play thing. <laughs> I'm not your toy that you just you take out of the box and just... And bat around like a little cat with uh, with with. The reason he's so reluctant to say is because he went to an Adele concert, <laughs> <laughs> which was sold out with eighteen thousand three hundred women and four men. <laughs> oh, four males. It was a little four, light four on the male side. Yeah. It was a little late, and I th- I did think to myself, if I were single, this would be the place to go. Except then you listen to her, and it's not, they're not favorable on men. No. There's not a lot of good things said about men at an Adele concert. It was a little <laughs> uncomfortable. It's like, look, she's not talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> so she is, she is amazing in concert. She is amazing. I, she started, um, uh, she came up out of the floor world's one of the world's most expensive shows i would think to put on uh and she comes up uh, you know out of the floor singing hello and the minute she started i thought i am seeing a frank sinatra style singer i'm seeing somebody who is going to be around for a very very long time really class act i mean completely crass but she her performance is just Unbelievable. My wife really was before. I heard she was very chatty and very funny. Yeah, she was. she's on the border of being too chatty. It's yeah. like, okay, come on, come on, come on, come <laughs> on. Um, but uh, but you, she gets away with it because she has the same exact approach as Michael Buble. And I know that's another chick act, but I love that one too. Huh. And uh, uh, Michael Buble is... I mean, I almost threw my underpants up on stage for Michael Bublé. He was, <laughs> that's he is, why, you know what it is? He took a break from touring for yes, several years. Uh, I will tell you that the, the thing about Michael is, it, it, the same with Adele, they still have this joy of performing. Where we saw Billy Joel, he doesn't care if the audience is there or not. He doesn't have any joy left in him of the performance. He's doing it for the cash and I mean, there were right, Pat. There were times he turned his back on the audience for a long period of time. Yeah, it, I mean, it seemed that way. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't. I'll say I, I saw him after you guys saw him, and it was not mm. like that. Really? Yeah, he was great. Well, he must have had a bad night because it was it was not yeah, a good concert. He, he, no, it yeah. wasn't. And Adele was still like, "Can you believe this? Can you believe this? I mean, I, I, mean, I mean, am I nobody? Look at this!" And it was it was really refreshing and nice. She doesn't take herself too seriously. Um, and I, I just really, 
I, I thought she was great. And then I did the math because she was, she was chatty. So I'm doing the math. That's a $300 million tour in the first 100 shows, and she's got about another 100 left. I mean, that's incredible. And she's leaving all sorts of money on the table. Absolutely. Uh, believe me, as a man oh, yeah. who purchased tickets on the secondary market uh, for that particular show, <laughs> oh, I, know. Uh, I mean, she easily could have filled Cowboys Stadium. I mean, uh, easy. Uh, and she went to American Airlines Center, which was where the Dallas Mavericks play, if you're not from, uh, you know, if you don't know Texas at all. Um, so you're talking a difference between 80,000 and 20,000 in the arena. Um, and, uh, I mean, she left a she, lot of money on the table. Yeah, she could have She could have sold that out. She could have sold American Airlines Arena out at Maybe least four or five nights. Cowboy Stadium, I mean. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, she yeah. decided to do two nights at American Airlines. Yeah, but still, that was only 40000 where she could have done could have a lot more. Easily, and done it in one night. Yeah. Um, but again, you've lured us into talking about somehow Adele instead of the World Series. I didn't. You guys wanted to make fun of me for it, and she strangely... You're interested in it. It's really not. Weird? I'm really not that interested in Adele. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know a single Adele song. Oh, yes, you do. Oh, yeah, one. You do. I yes, don't you know do. any of them. Yes, I couldn't do. name one. I no, but you, one. you'd know it if you heard it. I don't think so. Oh, she's I penetrated so. even your world. Really? I don't think she's penetrated yeah, my really. world. I will tell you, as a, as a, as a guy who has uh, been in Pat's car on the way to... Oh, well, probably That's not. Good point. Uh, good point. no way Adele <laughs> has point. penetrated his world. You're right. You're right. <laughs> because as soon as you it's turn still... in and the key goes on, it's Boston, Boston as loud as ju- possible. Or Journey. <laughs> or Foreigner. Or Foreigner. Or foreigner. I'm really wide-ranging. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, you know, I feel bad for Cleveland today because... I mean, you know, in the in the celebration for for Chicago, which has been since 1908, it's been a long time. I mean, it's been since 1948 for Cleveland, so they've had a really long drought as well, and uh, you know, had multiple opportunities. We're winning the series. Oh, it would have been epic if they would have won over the uh, Cubs too. I mean, everybody. Oh God, the I mean, Cubs you kind of, the Cubs would have been crushed the first time since 1908, and they lose. Oh, and they were and they were winning the game six to three. They seemed to have it yeah. wrapped up. They gave up a home run to a guy, the guy who led the league in stolen bases this year. Uh, you know, who is not a power hitter at all, off a guy throwing 102 miles an hour. The guy who throws the hardest, you know, hardest thrower in Major League history, basically. Uh, he, this guy who never hits home runs, hits a home run off of him to tie the game and. I mean, every Cubs fan must have been like, this is happening again. Here we see go. Going to Here we go. Again. Yes. So it's tied up at six, and they go into extra innings, and they win it 8-7 in the, in the bottom of the 10th. <clears throat> Just an awesome game. Incredible. It's an unbelievable game. And they were down three games to one and came back and won it. And what Ben Sass was referring to was that we go into the 10th. Okay, extra innings. Rain delay. Yeah, then rain delay. They pull the tarp out. No. That's the only reason I was able to get home. So was the rain delay, Was did that change the game? I think it did. I mean, it felt like... I'm sure Indians fans will. So that's, good argument. that's really... That's God choosing clubs. That's I, don't, I don't think that's... It's a rigged early. game by God. Mm-hmm. Everything's rigged. <laughs> Everything is rigged. So could I ask... Let me, I'm, just, I'm just pretending for those who... I was with. I was with a lot of people yesterday that don't know anything about this, and I think... Just by me being there, they might be listening today, okay? Mm-hmm. And so, I'm just saying. So, mm-hmm. let's talk to them a little bit. Is Chicago the only city that has two baseball teams? No. Uh, no. no. You're, 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 New York. You're with the Mets and the Yankees? 
or perhaps good good all right see uh, that's a question that i could have answered right i know you could have answered it right dodgers and angels dodgers and angels yeah. another one mm-hmm. sort of in the same city yeah they're the los right. angeles angels of Anaheim. were they always like this because of the white Sox and the cubs were they do they predate the two teams because didn't the i don't even understand this question dodgers the Dodgers come well, the Dodgers from New York? Yeah, yeah right. they did. Right. Yes, they did. You know that. Right. So did New York then have three teams? No. no. They, they got the other. They got the Mets. Yes. After the Dodgers. After the Dodgers. Right. Who right. won the two? Stu? Well, yes. Uh, did they have three at one point very early on? Uh-huh. See, this is a, may have. This is a very big have. This is a question that maybe should be asked more often. Right. But you obviously couldn't answer it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can. Okay, okay I can. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm not sure if they had three uh, <laughs> at one time or not. Pretty sure they but, didn't. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> but So when was the last time the White Sox were in? Uh, if they won in 2005, I believe. Yeah, they beat uh, the Astros in 2005. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. So, but I mean, the Cubs, I mean, Cubs, 1908. I mean, we went through the list of what had happened since, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, the progressives weren't a thing yet. Really. I mean, think about this. I mean, it's it's incredible. The Constitution still mattered. Taft was our president. <laughs> I mean, a fat man. Yeah. Taft. When's the last time we had a fat man? Taft. President. Taft. Right. Mm-hmm. I I saw a, an ad for for Taft. I saw a poster for Taft. And uh, what was his first name? <clears throat> uh, William. William. Yeah. Howard. Howard. William. Yeah. All it said underneath it was William Bill. Howard. Okay, and it just had his. It was like a. It was a, a like a an illustration of him, just his face, but they included his double chin, and I thought to myself, you couldn't reduce the double chin in the illustration. Nobody thought that was a good idea back then. Nobody were like, you know, he's a little fat. Can we make him a little thinner in the poster? I don't that was that a good looking man. It didn't matter. Yeah, didn't matter. Didn't matter. Boy, how far we have fallen. Uh-huh. Now, or have we? Have on... we? Because look at the two candidates we have. Right. That's right. Exactly right. Look at the two candidates. I'd rather have a fat man. I'd rather have Chris Christie. I... Either of these two? Oh, my gosh. In a heartbeat. Yeah, you're right. I think I would. In a heartbeat. I mean, I never thought I'd say I'd vote for, for Chris Christie, but... Between these two, I think Between I would. Of these I, two? I mean, I still wouldn't vote for him. Uh, I would not vote for Chris Christie, although he would be a better president. If he was up against Hillary? Oh, I would. I wouldn't. I would I'd never vote for Chris Christie. I mean, he's in the I same... think you could talk me into it. Yeah. I think you could talk me into I, it. I think I would have been talked into it by now. <laughs> yeah, I, I will tell you that the, the corruption stuff on her is just frightening. But nothing on Chris Christie, though. I know, I know. That's what I was going to say. But Chris Christie is... Yeah, but Chris has only got one state thing. Big deal. Yeah, no, he's he's totally corrupt as well. But... She's, she's, she's just at a different level. Let me give you this. This is uh, 1908 Cubs win the World Series. Uh, Dow, Dow closes at 60. 60. Wow. <laughs> the Dow closed at 60. The Wright brothers, wow. uh, was fi- it was five years after their first flight. Um, the Model T. So were you, you, were you paying for your second bag on, a, on, uh, on Delta by then? <laughs> no. <laughs> Secondly, no. The Model T had just come off the assembly line. Wow. But we're, not really. It, they weren't a success really until like 1918, were they? No, no, no. I'm yeah. just, uh, world's tallest building. Of course, everyone remembers it. The Singer Building, Lower Manhattan, 
47 uh. stories tall. 47 stories. Taft, of course, uh, president, as we mentioned. Uh, Betty Davis, born. Born! <laughs> wow! She was old when I was five. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's see. Fox did a thing. Al Capone was nine. You know, things like that. Fox was doing... Yeah, yeah. Al Capone wow. was nine. Yeah. There's, yeah, they did a couple Abe Ruth of was 13. Abe Ruth was 13. Um, uh, they started in 1904, which is a few years before. They were in the middle. Of, it was when it started, but they were in the middle of building the Panama Canal. <laughs> I mean, uh, Jack Johnson uh, was the head of weight champion. Oh, uh, May 10th, 1908, the first Mother's Day. Oh, he's... That was at the Methodist Church in West Virginia. I think it wasn't national until later on. Yeah. Uh, but the, that was the first one there. I mean, that's pretty incredible. The stuff that, I mean, that is a complete different world. 1908. That's a long freaking time. And now this. It pays to be prepared. My Patriot Supply has brought back their powerful one-year emergency food supply offer for a very short time and exclusively for you and this program. You can buy one year of food for only $997. That is a rare savings of $800. Pat, you remember the days. I remember because you had a food supply. And I remember thinking, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. This is one year of food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, a year's worth for one adult for $997. And where you started usually was... You know, a huge container full of beans or wheat. Yeah. And then what do you do with that? Yeah. Well, you got you to gotta grind the wheat. Even the stuff that we bought, even the stuff we bought 10 years ago was still big containers of pudding and big containers <laughs> of flake potatoes. And You get a year of that stuff, it takes up a lot of space. Right. This is this a doesn't. year's worth of food all come in individually uh, uh, packaged. So it, it comes as meals. This is the best deal I've ever seen in food preparation. By far. Um, call 800-946-2325 or visit preparewithglenn.com. Last 25 years tastes really, really good. Preparewithglenn.com. Go there now. Preparewithglenn.com. We have one. The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.
727 back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We have a correction here on a couple of things. You're you're right. Oh eight was the election. Oh nine, Taft was in. Uh, Roosevelt was still president in 08. Right, and also uh, correct that there were three teams in New York with the, with the Giants. Right. Uh, Giants, we knew Giants, that. Yankees, and Dodgers. Because the Dodgers. Giants. 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 Because we always make fun of the fact right. that they call them, still call them the New York football, football Giants. There are no, team there in no century. baseball Giants in New York. There's no need for that anymore. Right. <laughs> but there, there was, was at one time. There was, was. at one time. Um, that's what I knew, and I was wondering why you guys were not bringing that up. Also, <laughs> Important questions uh, that came in, uh, including um, what, uh, how old was Jeffy when the Cubs first won the World Series in 1908? That's a good question. How old were you then? 65, nine. 1908 was the year? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? Back in odd eight. Somewhere. The first odd eight. It was somewhere after the first 50. <laughs> uh, also, uh, income tax. Did not exist in 1908. Yeah, right. I mean, think about the, what a different country this wow. is. The freaking income tax—it's still to this day. And I know Glenn rails about the progressive era. You know, you do that all the time, obviously, <laughs> uh, with with real reason. But the idea that this country was able to pass a constitutional amendment to allow itself to be taxed, allow itself. To, to have its money ripped out of their own pockets is one of the most inexplicable no, it's things not. in history. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. How did they do it? They lied, of course. About? What did they do? I mean, they, they pitted they, the rich right. against the poor, yeah, yeah. and they said it's the evil rich people, it's only and it will only be them. It will, it will never be over 5%. 10, right? I thought it was 10%. I thought it was 5. Whatever. Like, it was very yeah, low. 5 or yeah. 10%. It'll never be over this, this low percentage and, uh, ever, and it will only be for the very wealthy, the wealthiest 1%. By the end, by, that was 1913. By 1919, the tax was 95%. Um, it was a 7% in 7%. 1913. Um, and then by 1916, it was up to 15%. And then there was a slight rise in 1917 when it went from 15 to 67. Yeah. There's, a t- there's a little bit of a bump there. Uh, for, some people may have noticed it. But that was only for the war, Stu. Right. And then it only, that would only, that would, that only lasted one year, to be fair. Right. I mean, the next year it was 73%. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was, uh, but it was only for the war. Yeah. And then that whole thing went back down to 7% mm. for just the wealthiest 1%. No, no I don't. No, no, it's not. No, it's, never again. No. Oh, never, never again. Never close. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, weird. Uh, sounds like a lot. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. We have to get into eco-sex. Uh, this is just bizarre. Just bizarre. Um, and it's, it's why, honestly, I think that Donald Trump... I just have this feeling, and I think it was 
Pat, was it you that said this a while back? Then when people go into the booth, they're going to close that curtain and they're going to think back on the two of them. Yep. And I think most people believe that the devil, uh, that the lesser of two evils you. is Donald Trump. Yeah. And they're not thinking the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. Yeah. And, um, uh, and I think stories like uh, stories like this ecosex story that was in the news yesterday, where they want to add another letter to LGBT, and it's E, and it's for people who want to have sex with the planet. <sighs> Are you judging? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. I am. I am. You are born that way. You're screwed up. If you want to have sex with a pile of dirt. You're screwed up. Wow. That is hateful. That yeah, is I know. Wow. That is wow. That's not uh, because okay. Because someone made a different choice. That's All of a sudden, you can say things okay. like that. not uh, okay. The planet can't choose to have sex with you. That's right. Yeah, it can't. That's have, a discussion we the flower, need. To... The, flower, the flower beds mm-hmm. can't, can't choose to have sex with you. Okay? Uh, and well, I would think that they would choose so not it, to have sex. That's why they're making the statement, because you're raping the environment just as ExxonMobil is raping the environment. Can I tell you something? That... Are you making that up, or have you read the literature? Because that's what they say. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that no, that that is. They are exa- they're saying, saying exactly that, that this is. Yeah, there are people that want to have on, choose man. to have sex with the planet, and it's good, and it's healthy for you, and it's healthy for the planet, really. Um, and uh, uh, beyond that, they're saying we hope that this is the debate that that the Earth is not can't give its consent mm-hmm. because um, because as you're raping the Earth. Uh, for all of its natural resources, it can't give you its consent. Well, that's Ugh. that's the left's argument against you know sex with a cow, for instance. Yes. Yeah, well, I agree. Cow with can't that. give. I, I, I agree. I with, yeah, however, I agree with that. However, their their reason is not the same as ours. Their reason is you know nothing. Virtually nothing's abhorrent or nothing's uh, nothing is uh, creepy. It's just that the cow can't give you consent. The cow's not consenting to that. Right. So for them now to say that it's okay to do this with the earth when the earth hasn't given its consent, a little hypocritical. You think? I think so. I think a little nuts. And I honestly think think it's these kinds of stories that have made it impossible for Hillary Clinton to win against my shoe. Mm-hmm. And if anyone could screw it up, it's Donald Trump. But Donald Trump, did you hear his speech yesterday where he was editing himself on the yeah, campaign boy. trail where he's talking to himself and he's like, hey, don't say anything crazy. Yep. You know, just keep it steady here. Keep it steady. I mean, he is. You know, they've said it over and over. If he's listening to Roger at all, that's what Roger is saying. Roger Ailes. I'm yeah. not sure if Roger Ailes, they're, they're in a strained yeah. relationship right now, aren't Supposedly, they? Supposedly, they do not. Uh, they're not talking. Somebody's telling him just because that's what he was. That was his mantra yesterday. Kellyanne Conway probably is telling him that. Yeah, I think they're all on the same. I mean, look, they've tried it the Trump way many times. Uh, and every time they try it, his polls go through the floor. So they're now just trying to make him the most regular basic candidate of all time. And, you know, when you ha- you're going up against someone who's under FBI investigation, that's a very good strategy. Don't make any headlines. Just, just stay out of Don't the way. Make a single headline. Yeah. I mean, seriously, you know, there's they were there's an article that came out about sort of the um, last several months uh, of 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 the campaign 
Um, and it was, you know, one of those sort of behind the scenes, all the aides off off the record talking, you know. And basically, they made the case that uh, Manafort had the same idea, which was get in a hole and hide for the next four months. Stay out. Make this about her and you will be the next president. If you talk, you will lose. But get the hell out of the way right. and let her win. And it's true. Every time he's done it. Because I, I think, you know, you make the point of when people get behind the, um, the, the curtain, they're going to think, oh, well, you know what, Donald Trump, I've just begun. I really do believe that the American people, more than anything in the world, want to elect a Donald Trump type of guy. I agree. It's just a matter they of do will not Donald want. They don't want to elect Hillary Clinton, right. and they do want to elect uh, somebody who's going to shake things up. They like, I mean, in theory, the plan, the plain speaking type. Yeah, of the guy who says ecosex, shut up, shut up, right? Like shut they up. want that, but and they want a guy who's not in politics. Although he doesn't say that, that's not him. No, it's not at all. Again, this that's is not the guy he is. This is a theoretical no, thing they want. Yeah, I know right. that's what they want. Yeah. I know, and and they're thinking I'm going to roll the dice because there's a chance he'll be better. Right. Based on what? Right. But the thing is, they... I, I don't see that evidence. They, in theory, want a guy from outside the system. And it's the question of whether Donald Trump will talk them out of it. That, that has been this debate the entire time. Yeah. Can Donald Trump talk them out of voting for him? And so far, he's been very successful in doing that. Uh, but this FBI thing, I think, turns the whole thing around. I mean, I he was... Down- well, the FBI thing and his silence. I, yeah, he yeah. won't... T- the FBI you- thing, and he's not doing... He's not being who he is. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see the numbers in the states where you can change your vote to how many people have actually changed their I bet vote. Not, I bet not a lot. It's such a weird process, I can't imagine a yeah. lot of that. But, I mean, it's a smart... Probably a hassle. Right, and people don't like... Yeah, I mean, assholes. you've already voted, and it's not going to count anyway. It doesn't right. matter. I mean, that's what's going to That's happen. how you'd blow it off. That's how you'd blow it off. I think it's kind of interesting, though. Uh, it's a good strategy for him to talk about in a weird way because obviously it's a, it's something that people don't know about. And I think it sort of inherently gives you the idea of, well, I don't want to make a mistake and have to change it. So I should just maybe I should just vote for Trump. I feel like that's actually what he's trying to do. If they're, Like a Kellyanne Conway, that's a Kellyanne Conway type of point. If you say that, it's not about the people who have already voted. They're going to go back in and change their vote. I mean, there's probably nobody's going to do that. But the people who haven't voted yet who think to themselves, well, I don't want to make a mistake, that might actually affect some of them. So I talked to somebody yesterday, and they said that they felt that this actually might help Hillary, that it wasn't planned by Hillary and she wouldn't have wanted it, but now that they have it, this excites her base. Uh, and, And where they didn't have a lot of excitement, this makes people go, she might lose she might lose to this madman. I don't buy it. I don't either. I, I don't either. There's so many weird theories about who's going to vote in what way for what reason. I, I just can't wait for this all to be over. Oh, we just can I say something? I can't wait. Can I say oh, something? No, don't you ruin my oh. it's over soon thing. That's all I have. It's all I have left. You're not going to tell me it's going to get a lot worse after the election. No, no I don't want to hear it. No, I'm not going to tell you that. Okay, good. All right. You're going to tell us something worse. No, I'm not. No, no. I'm I, can try tell, to I can tell that. I'm going to tell you a story. I know that look. Let me just tell you a story. I don't want to hear a story. I want to just tell you a story. No. All right. Tell me a story about next Tuesday when the election's over. <laughs> tell me that story. So <laughs> let's say. Going to do it anyway. Do it anyway. <laughs> let's say you go, because I think you have to think about this. I think everybody has to think about this, because I refuse to be the only one this down. <laughs> You know how if you would go to the doctor and the doctor would say to you, Stu, I need you to come back on next Thursday 
we removed something from you. I just have to do a test. You might have cancer. And you'll be, you're like, what? Why, why would you tell me that? Why would I... Call me next Wednesday and say, hey, can you come in tomorrow? Don't make me sit here a week thinking I might have cancer. Mm -hmm. By the time you get to Wednesday night, you are telling people, and tell me if you haven't heard this from people, I'd rather just know. I'd rather know that I just have cancer than live with this unknowing another day. I hate you. Okay? I hate you. When you go in and the doctor says... You have cancer. <laughs> That's when you think, crap, I don't want to have cancer. I, I, I actually had hope. I didn't recognize that I had hope that I wouldn't have cancer. Yeah, but this is not. All your hope's between, gone Tuesday this is, night. This is not the choice between cancer or not cancer. This is the cancer. Choice between- Cancer, can- breast cancer, and pancreas cancer. <laughs> yeah, know, this is no, it's not even. That. By the way, it's we brain cancer and pancreas cancer. It's and- liver cancer and brain cancer. And we already have currently lung cancer. So <laughs> this is not. Uh, we're just finding out if it's in the lymph nodes or not. That's all we're finding out. That's right. That's right. And I kind of hope that it's in the lymph nodes to put us out. Just put us out. So many people are voting for sweet meteor of death. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, my favorite bumper sticker is Meteor 2016. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I didn't. As the meteor comes hurling our way. No, I didn't really mean a meteor. <laughs> I had hope, more hope than I realized. Uh, our sponsor this half hour is Liberty Safe. Police reports indicate that when a thief breaks in and sees a heavy-duty safe, like Liberty Safe, they end up usually leaving without taking anything of real value. I will tell you, when I first moved into my neighborhood, somebody um, broke in to a house and they had a heavy-duty safe like a Liberty. And it took these people literally all day. They could not get the safe open. And and it was bolted to the floor. And when the people came home, because they were on vacation, when the people came home, they found the safe unbolted from the floor. They had dug it out of the floor, but it was so heavy they couldn't get it out. And so they had just left it on the broken tile of like the bathroom or wherever the safe was. Um, When robbers see a heavy-duty safe, they're just not going to, they don't mess around because they know you have everything of value in there. Cash, jewelry, guns, about 250,000 guns per year taken from homes. Make sure you have everything that is of value in a Liberty Safe. We have Liberty Safes. Stu's wife uh, puts purses in their big Lincoln 50. Where were you last night? I forgot. Oh, yeah, the Adele concert. <laughs> I was on a father-daughter date. At, where? where? During the World Series. Where were you? I forgot. Because you're criticizing me for I was at purses on my American safe. American Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> where, Adele <clears throat> where Adele was performing. It doesn't matter. I was at the American Airlines. <laughs> Uh, $250 off a Liberty Safe right now if you use my name, Glenn, as the promo code when you go to LibertySafe.com. Click on my picture, save up to $250. Promo code Glenn, LibertySafe.com. Go there now. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program.
the Glenn Beck Program. Let me go to Lonnie in North Carolina. Hello, Lonnie. Who's going to win in North Carolina next week? Um, uh, who's going to win North Carolina? Nobody yeah. knows. But I, I've been Our a never-Trumper from the beginning, and uh, I'm about to go vote for him. And the really? reason why is mm. I believe that the GOP is toast. They are not going to survive, and that's probably a good thing. And if Trump beats Hillary, he will effectively fracture and destroy the Democratic Party, and then we're ready for a reset mm. in Washington. He's not going to be the one to do it, but if Hillary goes down to the worst uh, Republican candidate, and they had nobody else, they've got nobody else, then the Democratic Party is going to be as fractured and, and marginalized as the Republican Party, and then we have the stage set for a genuine reset of maybe a, a constitutional party, a uh -huh. liberal party, you know, so forth. It's interesting. Bonnie, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I just play devil's advocate here with you for Please a second? Please do. Okay, so Donald Trump gets in. Uh, do you believe that the economy and we're on the verge of war and the economy is bad no matter who gets in? Yeah, the economy is bad no matter who gets in, and yeah. war you can never tell, but it sure doesn't sound good right now. Okay, so whoever goes in is going to be blamed for the economy. Um, and if uh, a Republican goes in and uses progressive policies, bailouts, and everything else, they're going to get all the blame for it. And the Republicans do absolutely take, uh, the, um, uh, take the blame for the economy. Unfortunately, so do capitalists, because he's the ultimate capitalist. Um, and if, you Demo if the Democrats do fracture, um, what's, going to, what's going to happen is the socialist arm of the Democrats are going to take control of that party. So you'll have a capitalist. Have. <laughs> you'll have a capitalist running against someone like a Bernie Sanders or an Elizabeth Warren, and next year you'll have four more years of the youth that has been indoctrinated voting again. This already is thirty-four percent, thirty-six percent of the voting population now is a millennial. Next next time you'll have four more years of millennials coming into the voting realm. And you will elect a socialist because it will, the, the system will automatically um, rebound and reset to the opposite of what we have. That's my well, feeling. Yeah, I'm, the way I see it is we're about to elect a, uh, a socialist who won't admit that she is a socialist. Right, and, and let her Democratic take all the Party, blame. The Democratic Party has already been taken over by that wing. But look at their players, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, four years from now, they're all too old. I will say, you're right about that. They've got no bench. I They've mean, got who, no bench. They don't and, have a Barack Obama in the offering. They've got someone nobody more no radical. You will have someone impact. more radical than who? Van Jones. I, I don't. I, does he gain enough notoriety in the next would donald years? trump four years ago know. if i said donald trump to you oh yeah the, the world is changing rapidly oh, but everybody <laughs> knows him i mean he is he is a prominent player because everybody knows donald trump and and he's been rumored to run for president since 1988 so i i don't know i don't see anybody like that on the democrat side unless they go with some kind of actor like you know uh will smith which could happen 
that could happen. The, I mean, certainly they've learned a lot of lessons. They've learned a they lot have of the good they, celebrities. They have the good What's celebrities. Great? We had the talk. We had the. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. If the next president is a celebrity, it's going to be a Democrat. There is no question about that. Well, can it's going to. Re- can I make one more point? Real quick. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead, Lonnie. Uh, I'm. Other than just the players involved, the psychological impact on the Democratic Party of losing to Donald Trump is going to be devastating. Picking up the pieces around some ideological uh, focus is not going to be easy. I right. say that they, I will, they form a different party just the way the conservatives <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. The smart money is on watching what Obama does. Jeffrey Katzenberg says Obama has a huge agenda before leaving the White House. I happen to agree with him. Uh, He has been on the road saying that if you don't vote for Hillary Clinton, it's because you're a sexist. Uh, Another reason why I think Donald Trump could win on Tuesday. People are tired of it. They're just tired of it. I want to talk to you about the election and voting and uh, what the polls say, beginning right now. I will make a stand. I will raise my voice. I will hold your hand. Because we have won. I will beat my drum. I have made my choice. We will overcome. Because we Fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, we just had a uh, we just had a guy on the phone a few minutes ago, Lonnie, really nice guy, North Carolina, um, told us why he was going to vote. Uh, he said, "I have been a never Trumper from the very beginning, but I'm going in now to vote for Trump." And I think that's going to happen a lot. I think people, when they get down to it, they're going to yeah. come into that booth and they're going to do what the Republicans call "return home." And it is what keeps the Republican Party and the Democratic Party happening the same way every single time. Because no matter what you say, they know. And that's why they treat us like the Democrats treat African Americans. Because they know, in the end, you're going to go, what are you going to do? You're going to vote for her? No, you're not going to vote for her. You'll vote for whatever crap sandwich we put in front of you. Be it Bob Dole John McCain, Donald Trump, it doesn't matter. You're going to eat this crap sandwich. Because what are you going to do, vote for a Democrat? And the Democrats do the same thing. Mm -hmm. How do you think we have Hillary Clinton? Is there anyone in the Democratic Party that went, I can't wait for Hillary Clinton to be president, besides Hillary Clinton? Is there anybody who thought that that was the candidate? Bill? No. No. I think, you know, think Bill, like, wanted the return of the power to the White House. I think he kind of likes it. Maybe. Maybe. But anyway, um, that's that's how they get you. And it's going to happen to a lot of people. And I don't question it. If you stand in that booth and you're like, this is the person. Here's what I would like you to consider. I would like you to consider that you are voting for the person. 
please don't play the game of, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to vote this way, which will then make people do this, which then in turn, this will happen, which then means in four years, we get this. Please don't do that. Please. Don't play God. Strategic votes are, are always bad ideas. I mean, bad idea. You're going to regret those. Statistically, you are much, much, much more likely to die in a car accident on the way to the polls than to affect the election in that way. Much more likely. So you might as well vote for the person you think is best, uh, yes. whoever that is. And I think a lot of people are saying, you know, I think it's Donald Trump because he's, you know, he. I have a friend who's been never Trump who uh, last night said to me, I'm on the way to the Adele concert, and he said, Glenn? During the World Series. Yeah. Uh, Glenn, this is, uh, uh, Donald Trump is, I mean, I just, I've been with you the whole time. I've been with you the whole time. But there are going to be generals around him that will stop him. There will be, there will be economists around him that will stop him. I maintain, I'm like, if you say that, you have not been with us the whole time. You haven't. Right, you have haven't. not been with no. us. You haven't listened to a thing we've said. You haven't listened to anything. You, 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 you're not with us. Yeah, I mean, you're with Trump. Whatever. These but, things, that's you, fine, this but was, admit it to yourself. If this was Jeb Bush, because what we did is we and the audience, they forget this now, but we and the yes. audience, most in the audience, we took an oath yes. four years ago, and we said we're not playing the game anymore. Mm-hmm. We won't play the game anymore. If it's Jeb Bush, and that was our example. Jeb Bush, because well, we much thought worse for sure we got the Jeb yeah. Bush. Okay, so we made that promise to ourselves for Jeb that we wouldn't do it for Jeb Bush. It's exactly why we did it, by the way. Yeah. These moments are exactly why we made a promise on That's the why. air. Yes, uh, because we would know we'd have to be held to it instead of just making it. Well, maybe I won't do that, and then right. the moment comes and you change your mind. Here, we did it on the air publicly so everybody could hear it, so we would stick to it. Um, so that's why we did it. That's what, you know, that's what the word Well, no, it wasn't just that, because I, uh, I was just going to ask Pat. If it was Jeb Bush today, now, it's hard to say because the Overton window has gone into effect. Yes, yeah, big time. Uh, anything looks reasonable now. But if it was yeah. Jeb Bush today, you walked in to that voting booth, would you pull the lever for Jeb Bush? Well, based on everything that happened, uh, yes. <laughs> would you Stu? no definitely not would you jeffy i voted for jeb one other time in my life so. yeah jeb, jeffy was always pretty weak i would i would probably vote for jeb because i would see the danger that she is yes. i don't like it yes but i would go you know they found the only candidate the, the only, only candidate. one on this planet who is a republican supposedly i can't i vote cannot for. vote right. for you just can't yeah my, and it and it and it has everything to do with the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I don't want her. Again, this is I don't sick. want her. I do not want her. I'm not voting for her. I don't want anyone to vote for her. Why do you want Hillary Clinton? I know, but <laughs> I will tell you that I can, How do you put your name on Donald Trump? You have no idea what he will do right now. let me ask you this let me ask you this as an audience mm-hmm. he wins on tuesday as an audience are you okay with him coming after me and and having um and trying to put me out of business through breitbart and everything else are you okay with him using the irs to to attack me and my business are you okay with that 
Because if he's president, I can guarantee you it's going to happen. <laughs> I can guarantee you it's going to happen. And the only reason why I say that is because I know him. I know his history. He is the most vindictive man on the planet. And uh, Steve Bannon has said, anybody who stands against us, mm-hmm. I will fight to my last day to destroy them. Is that okay with you? Because that's the next hurdle you're going to have to you're going to have to pass. Well, for is it okay to have? Yeah. Is it okay yeah. to use the instruments of power to go after your enemies? I think for the hardcore Trump supporters, they're fine with that. Oh yeah, they are. I think they'll be yeah, fine with it. I mean, look, that's you know, they'll they'll think we had it coming. That's something we obviously you shouldn't have said all those things. This is all no, I, stuff that we knew getting into this, though. You oh, no, no, no. Take I take your stance and no, you no, deal no. with that's for us to deal I, with. No, no, no. I'm not saying. Oh, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I want you to be aware, and I want you to watch it. You watch it. You see if we are not destroyed by this guy, and just know, we'll just be the first. It, it'll get to you. As soon as, he, as soon as he starts saying his universal health care, which that's what, he's been, that's what he said he doesn't care if he loses votes on, now you notice, you know what his personality is. You know he's got so much to say right now. Ugh. But he's not saying anything because he wants to be elected. Now, you know he's behaving that way because he wants to be elected. Is that why he stopped saying that he was going to have single-payer universal health care? Or does he actually believe it? Is there a difference? Now, has he changed his mind? I don't know. Right. I mean, But the minute you disagree with him... And you say, wait a minute, wait a minute, this has gone too far. You'll be next. I mean, look, this this is important to say. I literally do not care who you vote for. I don't care at all. I have no interest in it. I don't know why everyone's so interested in who we vote for. I legitimately do not care who you cast your vote for. I am not, I have not one time in in this entire uh, run since the uh, primary is over tried to convince someone not to vote for Trump. I don't care. Can I, can I pause you here? Sure. I agree with you. I do. However, I do deeply care who you vote for, but I don't know who you should. You know what I mean? You don't have the, I wish I had an answer for you, but I don't. So I'm not, whoever you vote for, it's a gun to our head. All I, of us have a gun to our head. I care about the moral co- consistency of the argument, and I, you know, yes. like I, 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 that part I that does bother me. But the, the idea, and I'm not trying to convince anyone not to vote for Donald Trump. I really don't care. I, I don't know how to get that across to people. I legitimately do not care. But if the idea that Donald Trump is going to go in there and get pushed around by people like the to who Donald Trump would say are nobodies, like Mike Pence. Or whatever person you think is going to control him well, the GOP. conservatively. Those people, I mean, they're rolling over for him now. He's not even president yet. The guy isn't even elected. In fact, he's been losing the whole time. And they're all rolling over for him now. They are not going to keep him in line. The man has proposed a trillion dollar stimulus. And you haven't heard word one from any Republican saying it's a bad idea. They, I mean, uh, Nikki Haley now is switched. She's voting for him. Jason Chaffetz is voting for him. All these people that came out and said they're never going to vote for him because he's so terrible. They're all voting for him now. He's not even president yet. They're doing this in moments where it looks like to this moment, he's still not even the favorite to become president. And they're all rolling over for him. 
don't all I care about is don't fool yourself. If you're getting yeah, into this, know what you're getting in. That was my message. That's my message. Go in and vote for him. Yeah. Go in and vote for her. Go in and vote for Evan McMullen. Go in and vote for Jill Stein. Go in and vote for Gary Johnson. Go in and vote for Evan McMullen. But just vote for someone. Don't play the game of, you know what we're going to do. Because can I, may I tell you, why are we in this situation right now? Because many Republicans, many Republicans said, I don't like Donald Trump, but he's the only one who can say it and keep the press at bay. And he's the only one. He's going to crush Hillary Clinton. Can you imagine what he's going to do to Hillary Clinton? Yeah, yeah. We imagined this. In fact, this is better than we imagined. But we imagined this. And there were too many people that were like, no, your guy can't win. No, Rubio can't win because of the Gang of Eight. So you were a purist on Rubio, but because of style, you weren't a purist on Donald Trump because you thought his style would win. Stop it. Stop. Vote for who you believe in. Vote for who you trust. That's a big one. Do you trust these people with your children? Don't say, well, I don't trust her. No, that's not the question. I didn't say, do you trust her? I didn't say, do you trust him? I didn't say, choose one of the two. I said, the one you're pulling the lever for. Do you trust them with your children's future? Do you believe they actually care that they would actually listen to you as you plead your case, saying, please. Do you trust that they're going to put you, an invisible nobody, ahead of their own interest? Because that's what you're doing. Do you trust that they see America the same way? That the America that they have spoken about, the America that they have helped create, the America that they have spent, they're, they're both near 70, if not in their 70. She's 69, he's 70. Mm-hmm. You don't change at 70 years old. I'm sorry, but you don't change at 70 years old. You don't, you're not, you haven't spent 70 years doing what you do and then suddenly change fundamentally. And speaking of that, I want you to think of these words. I want you to look at Hillary Clinton today. And I want you to look at Donald Trump today. And I want you to hear these words clearly in your head. Because they are 100% accurate today. Just like they were eight years ago. On this day. And they mean just as much And I believe just as much negative, if not more. America, we are five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. We are five days away from fundamental transformation. You're going to look at that statement I just made two years down the road. 
exactly the same way that we looked at that statement two years down the road after Barack Obama said it, and we all said to each other, how the hell did we miss that? How the hell were those supporters of him, of his, cheering for that? I contend very few people really, truly understand the fundamental transformation that both of these candidates mean. When you are when your marriage if you want to save it when your marriage is on the line you go find the best most responsible doctor the most responsible person you can find you do not go to a witch doctor you don't go to a doctor that has 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 built people out of money and you know is just a TV doctor that you're like, this, this person's a fraud. And you don't go to a bomb-throwing witch doctor that's like, I don't know, let's just burn it up. Let, let's burn it all down and see what happens. Maybe you guys will find your way to each other. All I know is it's not working and I'm just going to throw bombs. It's your marriage. It's your spouse. It's your family. You go to the most responsible person you can find and you never play games. And now this. You have a screwdriver at home? A measuring tape? If you have those two things, you can replace your broken and dated blinds and install new custom blinds from blinds.com. Pat, Stu, and I have all used blinds.com. Tanya and I used a design consultant who was a very big help. It was a Saturday morning. We had been talking about changing the curtains in our bedroom forever because they were way outdated. And um, finally, one Saturday, I said, honey, we've got to, let's just get on blinds.com. We got on blinds.com. It is such an amazing site. But we had no idea what we wanted to do. And it said on the bottom, want a design consultation for free? So we clicked on this. Tanya put in her um, email address. Within literally five minutes, somebody had emailed us back and said, do you have time today? Do you have time now? When would you like to do it? We, we hadn't even got up from the couch from looking at blinds.com the first time before we had a design consultant doing a face-to-face FaceTime consultant with us. And we walked into the bedroom and we showed them, okay, this is what we're trying to do. And it was done. Blinds.com. Right now, this month, until the 21st of November, you can get three blinds, and the fourth one is free. Buy three blinds, get the fourth one free, only at blinds.com when you use the promo code BECK. Three blinds, buy them, get the fourth free this month until the 21st. Promo code BECK, only at blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Blinds.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.
the Glenn Beck Program. In Illinois, let's go to Kirk. Hello, Kirk, you're on the Glenn Beck Program. And how are you guys doing today? Good, how are you? Not too bad. Um, I've already voted. I voted for Evan. Uh, I live in Indiana, so he's got at least one vote in Indiana. <laughs> Maybe the one. Um, but uh, my, my point is, mm-hmm. is that Trump may have made a fatal miscalculation. He used the Bubba effect to get where he's at. The thing about Bubba is that if you double-cross him, mm-hmm. he will get even. If Trump, if Trump does get into office and say, now I'm going to go single-payer and I'm going to jack up all your health rates and now I'm going to jack up taxes, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, mm-hmm. Bubba will get even, and I'm not so certain it will be civilly either. I think it well, will be very uh, he's direct promising. and we have, we have, Kirk, thank you for your call. We have had phone calls like that from uh, Bubba's have. who have said, I am 100% in his corner, but he violates any of this stuff, oh. and he doesn't build the wall, I think, was the example. Right. We'll see. I mean, the guy. first of all, the guy's promising that during the campaign. I mean, it, it, he, you should be mad at him if he doesn't go for single payer. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, I, he promised it during the campaign. Back in a minute. I'm just going to tell you that I believe you're going to vote for Donald Trump. Um, you and I are so much alike that it's amazing. It's spooky. And isn't I it? know that uh, I've been a never, never Trumper too, and I agree with everything that you said, everything. Uh-huh. And, and I'm usually right on the same track with what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, what you mm-hmm. said here recently was. Um, and twice I've heard you say it, that, um, yeah, I almost will vote for Trump because Hillary No, I will is not. For- I, I, I want to tell you something, Randall. Yeah. There is no way ever that I will vote for Donald Trump. I, okay. I, I, am, I am watching my language because I want people to understand right. that if you decide to vote for Donald Trump, I'm not condemning you. I can right. see your point of view. I can see and relate to your point of view. But there is no way on God's green earth, a bullet in my head, I am not voting for Donald Trump. Nor will I vote I for say. Hillary Clinton. Yes, I just wanted you to well, know. What I, was tra- what I was trying to say was that you, you talked about uh, the one thing that almost persuaded you after the last debate, and that was that... Donald Trump will get the, the Supreme Court judges in there. And then you said, no, Ivanka won't let him. But we got to stop this partial birth abortion, which is, as you know, and I know, infanticide. And 70% of the American people agree with us. 
Now, Randall, that's he doesn't the one even issue that I think will sway you, Glenn, because I don't no. think you can face your maker. I don't think you can stand before God's judgment throne and say, oh, it was fourth and ten. It was a long shot. There was almost no possibility, but I didn't take that shot for you, God. I didn't do it. I had why my is, chance. Why is Trump the guy to take that shot? What gives you any indication that he's the guy that will take that shot? He's not the because guy. He said he he's, he's a guy. Wait, just a minute, no, no, Randall. Wait, no, no, no. Just a minute. He is a guy who said in 1998 he's for every form of abortion there is. Every form. The guy's then, not changed when, one iota. Just, and when it came to that debate... So you don't know, we, we don't agree on everything, because when we watched that, when I watched that debate, I could not believe that the man couldn't make the case of partial birth abortion. I don't even think he knows what it is. He doesn't. He, the way he described it, ripping it out of the belly a week. No, 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 Don, that's not yeah. what it is. He has no idea. He's never even thought about the issue. He hasn't he thought about it. About he is it. not the guy. I, I not an issue so. for Hillary, him. Hillary knows what it is. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. Yeah. That's a different and subject. She is going to do it. If yeah, that's why. In the world, it's so fourth and ten. No. It's fourth and ten. We have to take, we have to throw that pass. Oh, we have well, to try. This is obvious, you, Randall. You keep saying that's you know for the show. You're trying to give Glenn a sports analogy. It's obviously. Uh, right. uh, yeah. and, <laughs> and Randall, Randall, <laughs> you can go vote for her. I don't know for why him. you care about my vote. You can go vote yeah, for her or for him. Go vote for him. By the way. By the way, Stu is not your co-host. Jeff, he is. I knew that all along. <laughs> wow. Thanks a lot, Thanks. Randall. I appreciate it. I, I don't. I, I don't vote for Trump. Look, I am not condemning you if you go vote for Donald Trump. If you want to vote for Donald Trump, I get it. I understand. I don't play the game of the loopholes that everybody is playing because you're betting on odds. I'm not. And I have on... not seen any for me to bet on odds that he's going to do something. I would have to see. And if you're a big fan of the show, you would know this. I would have to see what I like to call a uh, tipping point. Pivot point. Pivot point yes, a pivot point. Close. The man has no pivot point. So he has not changed. Glenn, I, I, to your point, in, in his own descriptions. He says he doesn't try to find pivot points because he's right. afraid of what he will see. When but he, he will see. He himself. does not self-examine in his own words because he's afraid he won't like what he finds. He's never repented of anything. If you're once a partial birth abortion person and now you've had this pro-life discovery, wouldn't you have repented for your pro-abortion stance at one point? Wouldn't you supporting the the? W- wouldn't you? Wouldn't the you at least fifty million babies? If you all of a sudden had a pivot point where you're like, okay, I'm for pro-abortion. I'm 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 against abortion. Wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you know what what partial birth birth partial birth abortion is? Yes, you. Would. He has not thought about it. Oh, Someone had a baby. He thought that was a great story to tell. I think he He's had, telling but... a story. Whatever. Yeah. He's telling a story. There has been no fundamental change in the man. None. And everything in his life tells me, may tell you something differently. You know what his big story is? A wonderful person convinced me on abortion. A wonderful person. Who? What? Give us a detail. Can you describe it? What was the what was the transformation? What happened? 
Was there? I a, want a pivot point. Yeah, and it's yeah. not just on this. The man, you can't convince me that the man cares about humanity when I haven't seen a shred of humanity in him. Did you? Did you? Have you read? Oh my gosh. Have you read the latest um, expose on his charitable givings? It's not that he doesn't give money. It's that, for instance, he walked in. They they tried to open up. This is in the eighties. They tried to open up this AIDS uh, uh, school for children with AIDS. Now remember what that was like in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to have anything to do with these babies. Um, Dinkins, David Dinkins, uh, and Rudy Giuliani, and other leaders of New York. They all worked together, and they raised money to open this facility for children with AIDS. All right? Very brave. Donald Trump walked in during the ribbon-cutting ceremony, took a chair away from one of the founders, just walked on stage, and all of the founders were like, what the hell is he doing here? He wanted nothing to do with it. He walked on stage, sat down, applauded, had his picture taken with the ribbon cutting and walked out. <laughs> and they have all That's the email exchanges move. going, what the hell did you, what was that? That's like something I would do. He, he, his, the, the expose that they have done on his charitable side, the man doesn't have a side of humanity that I recognize. And this is, I mean, we're getting kind of off of the topic here in that like, I think you know that. I'm yeah, almost surprised I'm by people sorry. who I don't need this. Right. Like, you know I mean, this. like, and I'm not saying that the the audience might, well, I don't believe that about Donald Trump. I think he's shown great humanity. Great. That might be good. true. But I mean, I think you know our analysis at this point. Yeah. And I'm always surprised that of people who are going to call in and like, you guys have been doing 15 hours of shows about this election for two years. And all of a sudden, there's going to be this magical combination of words that makes us think, you know what, Donald Trump's a good option. I mean, that's just not happening at this point. <laughs> Well, I say this is what it Randall, is. This it is, does for Randall. The yeah, this is. I, mean, uh, yeah, I know. This is what. This is what. Uh, well, that's the. I said to lately, my, though, is the abortion thing. Is how can you live with yourself uh, easily? Well, I, why? I mean, I'm easily. voting for a pro-life guy. Yeah, I'm voting. I'm for, voting for one of the pro-life guys. Yep. And that's not Donald Trump. Yep. Why would I believe Donald Trump is pro-life? Why would I believe it? I mean, a lot of people say things. He says he said everything. He also. Why would I believe said, it? He also, you want to stop abortion. You want to stop partial birth abortion. I'd like to stop the funding using my tax dollars of Planned Parenthood and abortion. he was fine with it first, and then he he's went back still on fine. Then, He's still he's saying back. that he's going to... I think still, he's back to funding Planned Parenthood. Yeah, he still says that they do a lot so, of great things. I, I mean, what? Those are not the words of a Republican oh. or a conservative. Certainly someone who has a strong pro-life position is not giving money to Planned Parenthood. No, right. I, under any circumstance. And not to, any mention, circumstance. not to mention the idea that someone would want uh, the government funding all of these things is also something that conservatives should feel violated by. But forget that for a moment. The fact that you'd send money to to an abortion factory like Planned Parenthood for any reason is highly... I, I don't see how you'd believe them. But again, that is our analysis. I, I, you know, you, what I'm asking you. Your opinion may vary depending on how you listen to Donald Trump. Right. And it's fine. And, and I'm just fine. asking you, if you believe him, then you should vote him. But if yeah. you are playing, if you are playing this game of 
well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to vote this way, and then that will turn this lever, and this lever will turn that lever. Stop it. You will, you, it will end up being, you'll feel exactly like those people who called this show the day after John Roberts uh, voted for Obamacare. Oh, yeah. And they said... I remember those calls. Yeah, wait, you don't understand. He's oh. got a long-term plan. Yeah. No, he doesn't. No. No, he doesn't. He, he, <laughs> He's actually doing more damage to Obamacare than he could have been by stopping it. <laughs> was you like, know what he did? <laughs> you know what he did? Take all the conspiracy out of it. Well, you know, they got to him. They had pictures of him with goats. Mm-hmm. They got to him. Okay, let's take those conspiracies off the table. You know what he did? He sat there at night and thought, if I do that, then this will happen. And then we'll look this way, and it will be better for us to look that way. He worried about his legacy. He, he triangulated. Instead of doing what he believed, he started thinking about what should I do? What will trigger what? What will this look like later? Instead of what is your job? Your job on Tuesday is to go out there and not to triangulate, not to figure out the great grand scheme, because you're one voice. You're one voice. You're not pulling all the levers. You're pulling your lever. And so your job is to say, do I think this is the right person not better than that one i can't believe these people who say i want to burn the whole system down and then they say well i want to burn the whole system down the whole system is corrupt i want to burn the whole thing down well i I mean you know within the two-party system i'm not gonna (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) i'm not gonna vote for a third party (laughs) you're nuts i want to burn the whole system down (laughs) but within this structure it doesn't make any sense at all None at all. Vote for who you believe represents you. And if that's Donald Trump, great. But who is the one that you say, this is the repository, the representative of my values, of my principles, and what I believe? Not the guy with the most gasoline, not the guy with the matches, not the guy that can destroy her, not the guy that, well, I'll put him in and then he'll do this and that will make them do this and then we'll get, shush. Vote for what you believe in. Sponsor of this half hour, Bank of America. Bank of America reported their largest institutional clients have now sold their stocks for a record 21 consecutive weeks. Doesn't matter who's going to be president. We are headed for shock. We have to worry about what they're going to do after they're president. Which one has the plan to get us out of this? Here's the news. You have to pay the price. So we're not getting out of it. There's no magic pill. There's no person that's going to be able to fix this. We have to take the hit. Now, you can reduce your exposure by taking and spreading the risk around. I don't know what happens to gold. I don't know what happens to stocks. I don't know what happens to cash. I don't know what happens to the banks. I don't know what happens to businesses. 
But I'll tell you this, I'm not going to put everything into one business, into one uh, currency, one uh, uh, stock, one stock market. I'm going to spread it around as much as I can, hoping that something survives. 10% of what you have should be in gold. That's just a fact. You're not going to hear that from a stockbroker because a stockbroker doesn't sell gold. Do your own homework. You're smart enough to figure this out on your, on your own. Call 866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE. Read their important risk information. Find out if it's right for you. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the newsletter and get all the info you need to know at glennbeck.com. Mercury. Got a great story of the white supremacist coming up. I also have polls from Stu. New polls have come in. Let's go to Wisconsin and Tom. Hello, Tom. You're on the Glenbeck program. Oh, hi. Thanks for having my, taking my call. Sure. Uh, yeah. So I filled out an in-person absentee ballot for Donald Trump. Oh, the uh, the Saturday before the first debate. Um, that that early. Wow. And that, yeah, and that well, that's when they first got him because they had to send him out to be overseas. Uh, veteran, uh, active duty personnel, okay. stuff like that. Okay. But uh, I felt so rotten about it that uh, this past Saturday I made an appointment with my municipal clerk and changed my vote to Evan McMullen. Oh, wow. Holy cow. So, how much you were was... wondering this morning if yeah. anyone if in the country had done that? Was it a hassle, Tom? Huh? No, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it is for the clerk a little bit because um, they have. There's a procedure they have to go through. But yeah. you, I just made a, an appointment with my clerk, and they gave me a new ballot, and I filled it out again and oh. signed the envelope, and he handed it back. So you had to go to the county clerk's office and yeah. make an appointment and all of that. So most yeah. people will want to do that. Good for you. What for, was it that made yeah. you change your mind? What made you change your vote? Well, I mean, when I originally voted for Trump, it was—I mean, it was a strategic vote. I mean. <laughs> It was, the polls at that time, if you remember, were so close right before that first yeah, debate. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. thought, and being in Wisconsin, this, I felt the idea then was, well, geez, you know, I, I couldn't, if if I voted for, you know, somebody else and Hillary wins Wisconsin, yeah, 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 well, yeah. like you say, the, the odds of me actually affecting it are nothing. And I felt rotten about it and so i voted for somebody who i actually agree with for you good for you tom thank you very much i praise that for the other way too if you would too if you and you really believed in trump and you voted for hillary and you vote for a third candidate you vote for evan mcmullen and you switch to trump good for you don't let it bother you do what your conscience says mercury It's taken us a few minutes to be able to translate something that Hillary just said in a speech, but I think Pat has it down. 
We begin there right now. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hillary Clinton giving a speech yesterday, and uh, somebody somebody jumped out of the crowd and said, Bill Clinton is a rapist. Yeah. Um, and uh, that caused the crowd to go a little nuts. And it's taken us a while to understand because the crowd was really going. But she kept talking and uh, what she said was what she said was. And and it's really it's difficult to ascertain when you listen to the video. So I'm I'm just going to tell you, she says, you know, I'm sick and tired of the negative, dark, divisive vision from people as a board that'll dump. And she's pointing the whole time. We are not going backwards. We're going forward. And the crowd went nuts. All right. But they really drowned. I don't know if that's exactly how she said it. It's exactly how she said it. <laughs> really? It is. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee it's exactly how she said it. Except for the crowd. The crowd. There was a loud crowd around it cheering. So it was right. difficult to so really. It's, it's hard to hear her, but that's how she is saying it. And yeah. she's she's pointing and stabbing her finger at the people who are talking. Because somebody yelled. I, I think he yelled. Oh, I heard it. Yeah, he did. Bill Clinton is a rapist. Mm-hmm. He did. He did yell that. Which was and, unkind. And unkind. honestly, you change really one letter, and and you know, or maybe two, and you know, you have what their people are shouting at Donald Trump. You know, Donald Trump is a racist. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, did you see that the uh, the 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 woman who was supposedly accusing Trump of raping her when she was thirteen supposedly was going to have a press conference yesterday? Yes. And then uh, it was mysteriously canceled. She said, I guess, that she was too scared to do it or something. Um, but, I mean, you know, it's, it's like I, they'll probably start doing the exact same thing. And they'll be yelling, you know, rapists at each other. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know that there's any credibility at all to this uh, thing with Trump. Well, the 13-year-old is, right. that's, that's the, what's his name? The uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, the Jeffrey Epstein, which... Has you know, Clinton ties too. Has Clinton yeah. ties where they both were on this plane. He is he's known to have done this. Uh, he's in prison, isn't he? Yeah, right. But he's not well, not he's not known to do it with Donald Trump or Bill Clinton. Correct, correct, correct. But he's known to have this private island where he had sex slaves, and he would have these big parties, and he would bring celebrities and people in, and they would he would be like, pick one, and uh, they would have sex with him, and it is. There, there, there are airplane manifest logs of going to the island, and Bill Clinton and Donald Trump both have gone to that island with him on his plane. Uh, and what happened there, they might have all just had tea and crumpets. I don't know. Um, but what happened there, we don't know. This girl said that Donald Trump, uh, and she said this before he was running for president, um, that when she was 13 years old, he knew who she was. She begged him and said, no, please, you don't understand. And uh, he didn't care. And that's her charge. Mm-hmm. Um, and yesterday she was supposed to have this press conference, which has been planned for a very long time. She's in court. Yeah. The, well, yeah, I mean, it's very early on. And it's, there's supposed to be the first, like, hearing or whatever in December. Um, 
you know, however, obviously, I don't know what you take from that. I just It's just amazing at where we are. I mean, you look at the, the campaign as a whole, and are we talking about, you know, whose plan for X, Y, or Z is better? No, we're, we're, we're all yelling rapists at each other. Right. It's just, it's just a depressing... When you really boil it down, it it's is impressive. a dumpster fire. I mean, look at Hillary's ads. Did you, I mean, did you watch the World Series? No, that's right. You were at Adele. Um, but uh, I stand by that. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Yeah, you should. You yeah. Should. Um, but uh, uh, the during the World Series, it was ad after ad, and Hillary's ads are not about her wonderful plans for healthcare or whatever she wants to do in the future. It's about, about Donald Trump and the comments he made on the bus and him saying horrible things about women. And him on, you know, tape saying that, uh, you know, women shouldn't be allowed to work and all these things. She bought four ads, I think, Well, that, but that's uh, during the World Series. And I think they actually played more than that when they went into extra innings and the rain delay. Oh, right, right, I think she got some bonus spots out of it. Uh, I don't think you get bonus spots. I think you buy those and then you pay extra okay. for those. If they are. Yeah. yeah, if they're in, you, you, you are on the list and you can right. pay extra if they go into extra innings. In a campaign, you think they pay extra? Oh yeah, well oh, yeah, no. you have to pay rate, you, don't you? Yeah, you no, well this no no no, this is the most amazing thing. Because you could throw away throw away this campaign for, you know, for who's doing what. Typical government here though. They require the uh station, in this case Fox, to give uh the political candidates the lowest rate that's right. paid. Lowest they rate get on the card. Most favored nation status essentially. They get to play uh-huh. the, the lowest rate that anyone paid. No matter the entire, no matter when they the were inventory. sold, Doesn't no matter, matter the inventory, right. they get to come in and buy it at a much lower rate than, you know, Anybody. Nabisco because their candidates and what they're saying is important. Their money goes further than you, which of course is your money anyway. You give your money to them and then they get to spend it and get cheaper prices and force television stations to give them lower rates. It's insanity. That is insane. They will price and we wonder how these advantages. people go to Washington and think they have a world of privilege. Yeah. Because they've never had to play in the real world ever. They've never had to play in the real world. You don't get that special treatment. They do. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. And they all fa- when they pass these campaign finance reform laws to make sure everything is so fair. These are the sorts of things they stick in there. They stick in their own things they can go and make uh, uh, make their dollar go further, pass things that give them an advantage. Well, that one's been the rule for a, that's been the law for a long time. But again, it's a, I'm long not saying time. it's recent. I'm just saying it's yeah. it's it's horribly wrong. They should have to pass. They should be able should. to play in the exact same, same world. Thing. And it's the same thing that happens with uh, um, uh, with these super PACs. Everyone's like, well, why why the super PACs? Uh, you know. Well, they can come in and they can spend whatever they want. In reality, they can't because that money's not the same. It's not equal money. They can't. They can get charged different rates for super PAC ads, mm-hmm. um, so they can get they, the money doesn't go as far. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Are we talking about free speech here? Are we talking about getting a message out? Shouldn't these just be on an equal playing field? Why on earth, with with a million different cable news networks, every the internet that is free to so many people uh, and, and available in so many different places? Why on earth would we need to price in a, an advantage for ad buying for candidates? It's because they want it. That's why. They want it, so they put it in the laws so that they can utilize it and, 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 and take advantage of it for themselves. You know, it's the same story, and they do this with every one of these laws. Every stimulus plan that gets passed, every highway bill that gets passed, 
Every one of these things gets built-in advantages for these dolts in Washington. It's all good. of them on both sides. Good for Donald, though, because he's self-funding his campaign. He's, he's not taking a dime from anyone. No, he's self-funding his No, his no, no, he's not. He's self-funding. All the money that he's spending right now is from his own bank account. No, he's self-funding for the metadata. That, he's self-funding the metadata so he can take the metadata mm-hmm. and go start Trump TV, which, by the way, had an open casting call. Uh, issued what was it reported it just that it's not clear it's trump related though it's a a conservative network so it could be it does not clear that it's trump related at least my understanding is you might know more about it but they everyone's saying is this the new is this the trump tv ad the recruitment ad but it's not clear that it is trump tv from what i understand who's doing one well, I mean, Mark Levin just... Well, yeah, Mark Levin, I don't think, is doing an open casting call for... Well, I don't CRT. know what Mark Levin is doing. Maybe he is. Maybe it's, you know, Newsmax. Maybe it's The Blaze. Who knows? Or maybe re- replace the stupid host that's on 9 to noon. That guy's just a... Oh, I, I mean, the guy who's talking? <laughs> Wait, crap. Yeah, I was speaking, wasn't I? Yeah, you were. You were. <laughs> All right, our uh, sponsor this half hour, and then we're going to get to uh, the latest in uh, numbers. Do you have any new numbers for us? Yeah, some interesting stuff about uh, the effects of this FBI uh, investigation on Hillary Clinton making a big dent. Uh, not a surprise, but it's interesting to see the impact. And are we ever going to hear about this white nationalist? Are we ever going to hear about it? Okay, here's the story on the white nationalists. All right. Let me give you the story on the white nationalists, because every time I go into a break, I say I'm going to say it, and then I forget. The white nationalist, um, we saw, uh, you know... This is the guy who did the who ad did the, the ad, day. the robocall. Yeah. You have it? Um, I'm looking for it. I do have it here somewhere. All right, good. Okay, Grandpa. <laughs> you find it. You let me... <laughs> you got to put on my glasses. And let me look for it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have glasses. Just find the tech thing. Okay, here. Oh, my name is William Johnson. I'm a farmer and a white nationalist. I make this call against Evan McMullen and in support of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Evan McMullen is an open borders amnesty supporter. Evan has two mm-hmm. mommies. His mother is a lesbian married to another woman. Evan is okay with that. He's Indeed, okay with Evan it. supports the Supreme Court ruling legalizing gay marriage. Evan mm. is over 40 years old and is not married and doesn't even have a girlfriend. Oh, good I God. believe oh, Evan gosh. is a closet homosexual. Oh, my God. Don't vote for Evan <laughs> right, McMullen. Right. Vote for Donald So we had Evan on, and he's not a homosexual. <laughs> yes, he doesn't reject his mom. Uh, I don't think he felt bad about not punching no. her in the stomach. No. No matter how hard we tried. What, you haven't killed her with a shovel yet? You haven't at least disavowed this? <laughs> hey, how's that possible? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She raised you, whatever. I love you. I love you your whole life. But why haven't you just cut off all ties? Right. Um, so anyway, um, we've seen this guy before. We've seen this guy before. We've seen him in this election cycle before. Hmm. We've seen him in California this is sounding familiar. This is a robocall now to Utah. But he was in California last time we saw him. He is the guy that the Trump campaign put on and made a delegate in California. Oh, I remember that story. Yeah. Oh, wow. And remember what happened? They kicked him off, right? They found out, oh, my gosh, he's a white nationalist. Oh, my gosh, we they have to shouted get... him down or whatever. Asked him to stop talking to the asked press. Asked him to stop talking right? to the press. Yep, yeah, yeah, and yeah. stop. And yes, s- and what has he's he just done? Guy. He's that guy. That's and what has he just done? He's come out now and apologized. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to. For the robocall? Yeah, he yeah. apologized for the robocall. 
Yeah. Which was a very, uh-huh. I mean, you don't see a lot of apologies from white nationalists. Uh, no, you there's don't. not a lot of, that doesn't happen a lot. It was what a, are you implying? What, what could have happened there? Because he, he's already apologized. He, he would apologize, you know, for how bad things were in California when this white nationalist showed up just speaking, you know, white nationalism speak for Donald Trump. And then when he was asked to go away, he immediately, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cause any problem. And now the RoboCop. So what are you applying? He, what? He doesn't actually believe this or? Uh, y- yes. So is Somebody just, put him up to it? Is that just possible? A, is he or? just apologizing for? Um, yeah, white nationalists don't come out and make uh, r- robocalls, go through the political hurdles of creating whatever organization he made to raise money to place robocalls calling Evan McMullen a closet homosexual, and then two days later realize it's wrong. That is not something that occurs. Hmm. It's not an event that occurs in society. You're not saying that the two times that he was doing things in favor of Donald Trump and the one time that Donald Trump put him on, you know, as a... Yeah. I I would say that um, supporters of Donald Trump in some way are convincing him that that is not helpful... Uh, to Donald Trump, is what I'm what is what I am saying. Because it, 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 white nationalists don't make robocalls like that and then say, you know what? I've actually reconsidered my white nationalism and hatred for gays. And actually, now you know I'm really sorry for doing that. That was wrong. That doesn't happen. It, it just just does not occur. It certainly doesn't occur in a two day period. Hmm. <laughs> so, I think I there's communication. Between this particular white nationalist <laughs> and you know what? Trump it would supporters, be, it would be interesting to see. Can you imagine if if the world had all of the communication from the Trump campaign? It would be interesting. And can you imagine? I mean, what what Nixon would have paid if the Russians would have supplied would have supplied him with all of the campaign notes from the DNC? That's where they broke it. Watergate was about breaking in to the Democratic National Committee's office to get something on the uh, election, anything on what they were planning. The Russians did Watergate, hacked in, got all of the information, released it. A, people are cheering, saying that's good. What Nixon was impeached for we accept from the Russians, and they got everything, and they dumped it all out. B, uh, Donald Trump is still close to losing after having all of the information, everything on their servers, everything on their servers. Shows you how weak these two candidates really well, are. Yeah, I mean, think about it. If you have an FBI investigation of the opposite candidate, you have every internal email from, his camp- from the campaign director for since 2008 I mean, you have every thought they've had, every internal discussion, every embarrassing moment, all of that they have just for free. If you start a campaign getting your opponents under FBI investigation and you have all their internal in contacts, how on earth can you lose that election? And we can give you some polling as to why I think he's not going to lose it. We'll do it here in a second. And you also have one other thing. CNN, CNN in, in a meltdown because of of Donna Brazil, mm-hmm. who have, you have proof that somebody from the inside was giving them the, you didn't need an earpiece gang. She got it in advance. Mm. That's incredible. Incredible. 
By the way, Nixon wasn't impeached. He resigned before. Oh, yeah, that's right. He yeah. was uh, yeah. He was about to be impeached. There's only two guys who have ever been impeached. Yeah, I got What's one of them? One of them, one of them uh, could be the next them? first man or oh, good. whatever they're going to call him. First and two. now this. First. When some people get desperate, they think mm-hmm. your stuff is their stuff. And, um, and if they can get it, you don't really own it. Yep. You don't deserve <laughs> to have it. Yep. That's, Thank you, no, Duffy. It's not, it's not right, Jeffy. Because of people like Jeffy that are actually roaming the neighborhood, may have already come to your house as a friend to scope it out. Just saying. Uh, Simply Safe is there. Simply Safe is the alarm that the moment Jeffy leaves our house, we turn on. Uh, and it makes sure that uh, it's. Uh, well, I think, the, I think the CO2 detectors, I think, can actually sniff you out too. Alarm goes off, CO2, Jeffy. Um, glass break sensors, motion sensors, um, even just a little jiggle in his walk. Or if he's standing there after walking and they're still jiggling from the walking. Well, every time he approaches the home, it's a 3.6 on the Richter scale. Yeah, so. yeah. So anyway, so. Simply Safe. It, there's, it's $14.95 a month for monitoring. You own the system, no contracts, no wires, no strings. Simply Safe. Get your home safe the, sim- the simple way. For free shipping on your order and a free keychain remote worth 25 bucks. Go to simplysafebeck.com. Do it right now. That's simplysafebeck.com. The Glenn Beck Program. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Program. So, have have you guys made your decision on who you're going to vote for, and are you willing to say it? I have. I, uh, yeah, uh, Evan McMullen. You made that decision when? Uh, I think when I found out he was a closet homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you. Uh, yeah, that's. If my he guy. had not my denied guy. it yesterday on the show, I would have <laughs> voted for him. I don't agree with. I don't agree with all of his policies. No, I don't either. He's I, the guy. He's kind of weak on immigration. Fact is. Yeah. But he's pro-life. He's yeah. really good on most things. I think he's he's steady he's on the serious. Economy. He's a serious guy. Yeah. He knows the Middle East. He's been there. He's done that. He's anti-abortion. Yep. I, I, so I'm voting for him. Um, I like a lot of his I policies. I was concerned that he only had one mommy, um, but when I found out he, he had, had two, two mommies, I was, I was, I was. And on, you're on board. Yeah, you're voting I, for him. I now? think so. I mean, I haven't cast my vote yet. I, I plan on doing that probably tomorrow. I got to do it too. I because um, tomorrow is the last day for early voting for us here oh, in is Texas. It? Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, go Friday. on election Ooh. day tomorrow. Oh, is if the it's day. election day, I'll never be able to get out of here. I know. It's well. It's the. I mean, the lines are probably lines are going to be long, huge. I mean, tomorrow's probably going to be bad as well. Um, uh, for early Can I get a sticker that says I voted, but I would have rather been hit by a meteor? <laughs> probably, yeah. yes. That's probably that's probably probably somebody at a, a, probably. if there's somebody were I don't know somebody ran a network that could probably get that done. Mm. Have huh, stickers you made. You can order somebody to have stickers made. Well, it's hard to get that done from an Adele concert. Uh, it's mm. difficult. Yeah. You need. You need. Who are you voting for? I don't know. 
You haven't made up your mind. I have not. You're voting. I don't know. You're He's going to vote for Trump. Donald Trump. No, I don't think Jeffy will do that. Oh, yeah. You're going to vote for Trump, you going to vote you? for Trump? I don't no, know. I just said that. No, I know. Is that seriously? It's I don't possible, know. Though? Or is it, is is it, it possible that you would vote for Trump? Still? No. I don't want to. Look how weak that is. Look at that weak. Look at how weak that is. See, we don't hate Donald Trump and don't hate Trump supporters. Oh, wait, that's not a good argument. We do hate Jeffy. Okay, well, yeah. But not because of Trump. No, we hate him because he's him. Right. Right. (laughs) The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Twisted Freak. Let's uh, look at uh, the poll numbers. Stu says they are changing yet again in Donald Trump's favor. Yes, a very good week for Donald Trump. Probably one of the worst weeks uh, for Hillary Clinton, uh, the entire (laughs) campaign. Uh, Probably Uh, in her entire life. Probably in her entire life. When you look at, when something happens and you're like, this could end in an orange jumpsuit. I don't think you get any bigger than that. And the week she killed Vince Foster was a bad week. <laughs> oh, Pat, she didn't. <laughs> Why do you do that? Why to do you do it? Why do you just do for that? Fun. Just, just for fun. fun. Just, to, just to needle the you know, press. The fact is, for those who may buy into that, I mean, the evidence is overwhelming that he shot himself. Overwhelming. I mean, I joke all the time that he shot himself in the head three times and dragged himself across <laughs> the street to the park. Right. <laughs> Surprisingly, that didn't happen. not what happened. Not what happened. That's not what happened. Yeah, Pat, we no, did this, we did this whole happened. thing on the scandals, all the scandals, and Pat came back. He was so funny. I can't make the murders work. <laughs> He's like, I've tried. I've tried. I've tried. 109 murders. I can't damn uh, any of them. Doesn't auto. add up. Ah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Such a sad moment. We don't have the, a murder. We don't have any yeah. of the Clintons. I can't it. make any of the murders <laughs> stick. It. Darn it. It's only 104. <laughs> well, it might be 109 by now. She's had a bad week. <laughs> yeah, it's been, a, it's been a rough week. No, I mean, seriously, if people were to disappear under the Clintons, they would be disappearing right now. Oh, yeah. Right now. Listen to this. Uh, this is an interesting way to look at this election. Vanity Fair, of all places, has a really, had a really interesting column today. Oh, of course, um, Vanity Fair does. Yeah. Why do you want her to win? No, listen. Virtually every day during the past year, I've digested a daily dose of Breitbart, the alt-right website that many journalists, including myself, have described as Trump Pravda. Mm. A typical day on Breitbart includes any number of extolling the rise of Donald Trump, including the massive size of his rallies, on and off his fast rising, uh, on, uh, fast rising polls. We stop for a second. I just, I, I know you're going to make it over the point. I just want to stop because I'm dwelling on it. Mm. The alt-right Breitbart. Yeah, it is a very good thing for the conservative movement. We are in grave danger if the, I hesitate to even say this, if the media begins to call the alt-right conservatives. They are making an effort on separating conservatives from the alt-right. And if you plan on surviving, you better join them in that. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. it's essential that if they start calling all the alt-right, if they start calling 
like the white nationalist and just another conservative, just another GOP guy. They're not. Notice that? You can't let that happen. They're calling them the alt-right. That yeah. is really important. And he's being labeled mostly a white nationalist. Right. So that's a good thing. Yes. And he's been labeled a white nationalist Trump supporter, yeah. not a white nationalist Tea Party, not a white or nationalist. Or not simply a Trump supporter, uh, which is great, too. Yeah, and a white nationalist Republican. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Mm. Anyway. Um, so talking about this reporter reads Breitbart every day. Uh, all the stories are pro-Trump, huge poll numbers, huge rallies. Uh, there are several pieces attacking the mainstream media, usually CNN, New York Times, or Washington Post. Uh, the reporting, such as it is, is generally factually accurate, but mean-spirited and fantastically one-sided. If Breitbart were your primary news source, you would receive a view of the election that would largely be distorted and wholly unrecognizable to swaths of the American public. When I checked the news the other day, it was more of the same. I counted some 20 articles about the presidential race, each espousing the unequivocal view that one candidate is collapsing due to moral failings, financial improprieties, and complete and utter lack of judgment and ethics. Notably, I was not reading Breitbart, I was reading the Washington Post. Wow. Delivered to my doorstep, and the attacks were this squarely is Vanity waged. Fair? Vanity Fair. It's a really interesting story and goes back and forth about how, you know, uh, this is the first election, in their view, um, that the media has taken an overt uh, stance we must stop this person. We must stop Donald Trump. Now, of course, they did the exact opposite early on in the campaign and helped him through the primaries. But they have taken the stance now. We must at all costs stop it. We don't need to be balanced. We need to stop this guy. Have you noticed, has anyone noticed, that the Blaze hired and heirs Tommy Lahren, Mm -hmm. who I could not agree with less? Yeah. She gets all of us in this room. She gets 75, sometimes 75 million views on her Facebook uh, posts from her show. Yeah. Okay. She is, she, we have allowed her to go on and be a talking head on Trump TV on the things for the, the, yeah. uh, the debate nights. She has gone on TV. Notice no one has said anything about that. You have probably the leading spokesperson against Donald Trump on a network Mm -hmm. and arguably, at least for millennials, the leading pro-Trump person. And by the way, on the same network, more voices, not less. Yes, exactly right. People aren't clear on this. You own the network. You could shut her down at any time, but don't. I mean, you could mean that. I I I actually went on Medium and defended her. and, And I told her this. What I found, what, what she said, I thought was irresponsible, and I thought she was, I thought she's wrong. But she has a right to say it. She has a right to her point of view. And even and, on and, this network. And on this network, yeah. you have a right to your point of view. And yeah. nobody, I, it's amazing how I That's get amazing. this anti-Trump thing. But for millennials, there is no one probably more important for Donald Trump than Tommy Lahren. And she's on my network. Hello. That's great. I mean, That's the way networks should be. Yeah. Now, you can, you can argue back and forth on what does the movement look like going forward? Who are you going forward? But during this campaign, I would have I taken a Hillary person and put her on the platform as well. You'll notice that the Blaze.com, the Blaze.com 
you read that and you will read a pro-Hillary story and a pro-Trump story, an anti-Hillary story and an anti-Trump story. That's called news. If we narrow our perspective down to only the echo chamber of what we want to hear, our world is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller while the, while the left makes their world bigger and bigger and bigger. The reason why we wanted to be able to have a platform, at least for me, was to have a fighting chance. When, when there were only three television networks and then CNN, there was nobody that was saying these things. That's why talk radio became so important. But talk radio became an echo chamber. And the only people that were going to AM radio were conservatives because there was nothing on the band for, for progressives or liberals. People wanted to stop progressive radio. We celebrated progressive radio because it brought more people to the AM band and exposed us to a wider audience. Now, what are we doing? We're developing these websites that are becoming more and more narrow and playing into a smaller and smaller crowd every time you narrow it. And look what we've done. We had conservatives. Now what do you have? Now you have conservatives that are only pro-Trump or anti-Trump. Well, that's stupid. You just cut everything in half of what you've already cut in half. So now you're getting a smaller universe. And after the election, you could cut that in half. The idea is to expand the tent, to be able... I read a story yesterday. Why is Glenn Beck talking to the left-wing media? Uh, Because I'll talk to anyone. I will talk to anyone. We need to talk to anyone and everyone. We have to reach out beyond ourselves. Where do you think we're going to... Let me give you this. I went to TCU. I don't know if this airs tonight or if it aired last week. I went to Texas Christian University. Almost everybody in there was voting for Donald Trump. Okay? I pushed them up against the wall and and said, look, I'm not saying there's a right answer. I'm asking you, have you thought things through? Well, no, they hadn't. They hadn't. I don't know if I changed a single mind. I know none of them are voting for Clinton. But I don't know if I changed a single mind. Doubt I did. But almost every single one of them came up to me afterwards and said, wow, nobody talks to us like that. Nobody, thank you for coming here. Nobody says these things. Nobody pushes us like this. You're right, because everybody walks onto a college campus and it's a safe zone or you're a liberal. It is important for us to get into beyond our... Millennials are not going to come to talk radio, guys. They're not going to come to talk radio. And they're not going to go to a website that is populated and run by a bunch of guys who are 65 years old because we don't relate to millennials. You'll notice when you read the HuffPo, you read any of those, you read the Washington Post, you read the New York Times, you watch Vice, that's all millennials. It's all millennials. That's the crowd we're missing. And do you think the GOP message is going to get to them? Because it barely gets to me. You think it's going to get to a 20-year-old? I think it's old and outdated and looks like 1951. You know, the millennials we have are those who homeschooled and got to hear truth at home. Yes. That weren't indoctrinated 
in public school. And they're starving for Those it. Those are the ones we they're get. They're starving for it. Yeah. And the reason I bring that this story up from Vanity Fair is, first of all, the title of it is pretty amazing. Again, Vanity Fair. Vanity Fair, maybe the right-wing media isn't crazy after all. I mean, wow. <laughs> that from them, that's a big step, right? Recognizing the complaints we've had about the media are largely true. I am telling you, and the CNN thing with Donna Brazil big. is big. Mm-hmm. They'll never say it, at least right now. They'll never say it. But that was a shock to them. Yeah. They didn't expect that. They were, By the way, it was leaking uh, the questions of the debate to the Hillary campaign. They really... I know, because I, I worked there. The rest of us. You remember Virginia Leahy? She's the best. I love Virginia. Okay, so Virginia was there Obvious. when, I don't remember who it was, came out and blasted me. And she said, oh, they got you all wrong. Um, they had the facts wrong. And you remember? And she called whoever this organization was. She said, I know them. I know the, I know the head person there. And she called them and she said, you need to retract because that's all wrong. And they told her, no, you don't understand. <laughs> we know. We got that. He's a danger to our cause. She's like, but they're all wrong. But you've got the facts wrong. She came into my office crying. She said, I never, I didn't know our side was like that. I said, uh-huh. Well, I mean. And we're learning that now. Right, right. I mean, Breitbart is saying that it, they exist. This is a post-fact era. Let me give you this. Let me give you this. Post-fact. That's Here's, what they're, they're advocating for a post-fact era. Peter Schweitzer is a good friend of mine. One of the best writers. Yeah, he wrote Clinton Cash. He wrote Clinton Cash, yeah. okay? A book, Clinton Cash. A book that spawned an, an FBI investigation. Yes, right. and in the FBI investigation, it's using the tapes made in Clinton Cash, okay? Mm. He, he's got this down. I've been trying to get Peter on. Uh, Glenn Beck's not talking about, you know, okay, I, I want to talk to the guy who knows it inside and out to make the case. You know who won't let us have him on? <laughs> Say it. Right, Bart. Right, Bart. Right, Bart. Right, Bart won't because he signed a deal with them and they said they have to approve all of his interviews and they will not approve an interview on the Glenn Beck program. No. Peter is a friend of mine. And he's against Clinton. And he's against Clinton. I've had Peter on about Clinton before. And it would help their hero. It would help the hero. But because it also helps us, they think. They're blocking it. Yeah. Now, if you think that that's, that's the way the, we should be working together, again, Tommy Laren, my company is allowing to be on Trump TV. Which one is the kind of media that you want? You better decide because you're crafting it right now. Sponsor, this half hour is Simply Safe. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was, uh, this is uh, Mercury Real Estate. When you want to sell your home, you want to move on, you want to sell your home and move on quickly um, and get the most money that you can. You want to deal with somebody who, is, who knows the market, who, um, who is the best at what they do. Some of these guys spend more on advertising than the average real estate agent makes in an entire year. The, the real estate agents that we have are top flight. Many of them are in the Wall Street Journal, you know, top uh, 500 real estate agents in the country. These are the best of the best. Jeffy wants to make sure that the real estate agent knows how to help him get the uh, house on the trailer hitch, too. Right? I mean, that's important. 
that they can help you get the house on the road. I don't know if they can do that for you, Jeffy, um, but uh, they're there to, to tell you the truth. Realestateagentsitrust.com. If you want to sell your home, you want to sell it on time and for the most money, and the hitch doesn't uh, necessarily come into play, go to realestateagentsitrust.com for individually selected agents that will work to earn your business and sell your home now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck Program. 888-727-BECK. Mercury. Uh, let's take a look at the polls now. Good numbers for Donald Trump yeah. starting to roll out. Really good. Um, in fact, uh, to give you kind of the summary first up, and we said this when the day after it happened, uh, it, this FBI investigation is the one in 100, one in 1,000, one in 10,000 event that Donald Trump needed to change this race. He was way behind, um, and, he, and this has changed it completely. Um, he, he has doubled his chances um, according to uh, 538's model, the one I like the most, which is the polls plus forecast. By the way, it is the most positive for Donald Trump, um, just to give that disclaimer. Uh, but it starts off, uh, he, he, when this happened, he was at 16% chance to win. He is now at a 34% chance to win. So he's more than doubled his chances. Let me give you a quick uh, one little piece that will uh, show you how big of an event this was. Among independents in Wisconsin, this is a poll from Marquette that came out yesterday. Um, it, the poll just happened to randomly happen over the course of this event hap- unfolding. So Thursday and Friday, before the FBI investigation was announced, uh, Clinton led independence by seven. When the when it, the day it was event, uh, announced, the FBI, it switched from Clinton plus seven to Trump plus ten. Wow. wow. Plus eight on Saturday through Monday. So from Friday to Monday, it was he was up about nine points. He was behind by seven before it happened. That's how big an event that was. Uh, Wendy and Vince, I'd love to take you at the beginning of the show. Sorry for holding for so long. We'll take you at the beginning of the this show is tomorrow. the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.